You have once again downloaded the podcast for The Dave Berry Show and myself and Matt Dyson... Hi there, hello. We couldn't be happier about it. Now, I'd like to start, if I may, by telling an anecdote because at last we can settle into this studio and really enjoy this bonus material, unlike last week when we were forced like sardines into a tin into the Magic FM on-air studio. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uncomfortable now, wasn't it? <laughs> so wooden. It was like a ski lodge, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Very little soul. Anyway. We Actually, they have their own soul <laughs> station, I believe. So there's a lot of soul to pick from. Uh, you may remember not too long ago, Roisin Conaty was a guest on the show. Yeah. And uh, it was, of course, the best bits of it were on the podcast right here. Um, now, the evening that Roisin came into the show, you may remember we all went out afterwards yes. and had drinks. We had a team planning meeting. Oh, in yeah, that's right. Commerce. Brainstorming, yeah. Yeah, and I invited... I invited Roisin along to that by dropping her a text because she'd given me her number. And she didn't reply, and that's fair enough. She's a busy mm-hmm. person. Um, and then I was watching the brilliant Game Face, which you should catch up on on, on all more four and all four because it's really worth a look. It's very, very funny. And there's a bit in it where she has this flashback to slapping a guy's balls. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I text her saying... Um, Loved the ball slapping bit last night. (laughs) Kiss. So that was about a week ago. And then today I decided to DM her because, you know, to get through. And I said, you haven't been replying to my text, Roisin. I totally understand. That's fine. But I do really need to know, did you receive them? Because I may have texted a stranger. I really loved the ball slapping bit last night. To which she then, I then got a text that came through from a number I didn't know saying, hey, lovely, Roisin Conantine here, still laughing about someone getting that text. Oh. Yeah, so I said, oh, my worst fears have been confirmed. And she said, this is so funny. And then I quoted again, I love the ball slapping bit last night. And then I, I put a kiss afterwards. <laughs> so do we know what number you did send the ball slapping text to? She has looked into She just sent me the wrong number. Wow. Yeah, she just blames it on big thumbs. So we've oh, a, so it's a random number. It's a total random number. Oh, wow. So we've created a couple called Mr. and Mrs. Johnson yeah. who have been happily married for 20 years and the lovely Mr. Johnson sees his wife's texts. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> um, and Roisin's countered this with Mrs. Johnson reads Mr. Johnson's and thinks, right, ball slapping's the only way to save the marriage. Oh, uh, right, yes, it actually <laughs> will help the marriage and not hinder it, you think, so, seeing the text about the ball slapping. Well, exactly, so if... By any small chance, someone's listening to this who did receive a text, firstly inviting them out for a drink, yeah. and then and then saying they really enjoyed the ball slapping. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I'm really sorry about so that. So weird. Maybe we should call the number. Have you have you still got the number? We could give them I a d- call. Find, yeah. find out who the hell it is. I mean, I hello, it. who is this? <laughs> what did you think about the ball slapping text, for instance? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Oh no, that would be horrible. Just think the marriage had broken down. They were destitute. I'd rather not know, even, no. even if I. You know, no, even if we had the number. Uh, so, coming up on the podcast, uh, Joe Lysett, uh, a comedian extraordinaire, uh, told us how he was vegetarian, and when he decided to stop, he did it in style. Also, Hollywood royalty Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg are here to talk all things Christmas movies, and Matt and I did something truly incredible to our absolute radio co-worker, Andy Bush. Oh, yes, we did, yeah, yeah. Done him up a kipper, didn't we? <laughs> His worst nightmares <laughs> becoming a reality like all a, in one go. Like an anxiety dream in real life (laughs) and enjoy you're listening to the all new and totally fantastic Dave Barry show
on Absolute Radio. Matt Dyson is here. Hi. As is Andy Bush. Hi. Andy. Hey. You look like a man who doesn't often spend a lot of time in rooms of other people. No, not at all. <laughs> they don't allow me anymore, Dave. This is so nice. Can I just come and hang out on this show all the time? That'd be all right. You'd yeah. be more yeah, than welcome. Yeah. Make really good tea and coffee and stuff as well, so it's a, I'm available. It'd be lovely to have you here, and it's lovely to have you here now. And the reason you're here is because you have a book called Celebs at Home, which is being crowdfunded. Uh, you get enough for advanced copy purchases then they're going to go ahead and make the book and it'll be a hardback and it'll be on people's coffee tables up and down the country and around the world. Yes. Uh, once again, it's called Celebs at Home. Now, Matt Dyson, you, you've gone on crowdfunding and I helped Andy out. I have invested. I'm an investor. He yes. is an investor. Yeah, Thank I, you I, very I much. I said I'm in, yeah. And, You're in. Uh, I did. I did get the second tier level, which I think was enough for me. I don't want a request on the radio from him. No, well, that's sure. it. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I'm a bigger investor. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. As in, I like you more than Matt does. <laughs> um, and what came with my level of investment was a, a, a request to be played on your show. Okay. I didn't want a request played on your show, but thank you. Uh, my request <laughs> is that you read aloud what I've written with Matt Dyson's help on this envelope. I'm incredibly nervous about this. During that entire song, Dyson was doing this thing. You know where supervillains put their fingers <laughs> t- tips together? Yeah. When yeah. they've got an amazing fiendish plan. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what this is. He's a Lex Luthor of it, Absolute Radio. He is. Uh, so here we go. Thank you very much. Open it and uh, take your time with it. Um, how did Everton do uh, at the weekend, by the way? Uh, we kind of... It's spawned to a bit of a draw, two-all okay. draw, not playing very can't well. Can't even beat Palace. Okay. <laughs> can't beat Palace. <laughs> no. Uh, they missed the sitter as well, so so we'll open this envelope. <clears throat> and just read it from, from the top. Just read it from the very top. All right, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, dear. Is it me P45? <laughs> <laughs> a statement from Absolute Radio's Andy Bush on The Dave Berry Show. I, Andrew Valerie Bush, would like to take a few moments on the Dave Berry Show to highlight some of my favourite... Oh, here we go. (laughs) Favourite players that have graced the Premier League over the years. Whilst doing so, I'd also like everyone to enjoy one of my favourite songs of all time, our... Are we going here? Oh, the great disturbed, beautifully covering Simon and Garfunkel's The Sound of Silence. Oh... Dave, I'm willing to give everyone their money back. <laughs> Cancel the book. Here are my favourite players. Robbie Fowler. Steve McManaman. His wild hair almost as attractive as his winding runs. Ian Rush. Wayne Rooney. The Manchester United years. Paul Kincheski. Oh. Oh. Fernando Torres. <laughs> Guess worse, Steven Gerrard. The best ever midfielder to come out of Merseyside, bar none. Jordan Henderson. <laughs> Luis Suarez, one of the most gracious players ever to grace the beautiful game. Andy Carroll. Bruno Chiru. Chiru. Mario ba- Balotelli. He really came into his own when making his move to Liverpool in 2014. <laughs> Philippe Coutinho. And finally, Kenny Dalglish. I'm Andy Bush, and that concludes a full and extensive list of my all-time favourite Premier League football players. <laughs> now, now let us enjoy the remaining moments of one of the best songs to ever be recorded on the best show to be broadcast on the airwaves of Absolute Radio, disturbed with their haunting rendition of The Sound of Silence. Looks like it's going to be a fantastic book. It really does. Andy Bush, thank you for being on the show. Dave, thank you for making my dream come true. (laughs) Give it up for Andy Bush, everybody. There he is. Dave Berry, right here and now. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. 
welcome to the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio, the one and only Joe Lysett, everybody. Hello. Hey, Joe. Oh, a little applause. That's very, very nice of well, you. Well, of course. Um, so, Joe, listen, exciting times ahead because the brilliantly named I'm About to Lose Control and I Think Joe Lysett, uh, is, is you're adding an additional 20 dates. Yeah, too, it's too much. So this is 93 throughout 2018 now. Yes, I'm doing 93 stand-up dates next year, which I'm super excited about, and some of them are ridiculous. I'm now doing three nights at the Apollo, which is... Wow. When I started stand-up, I just did it for fun and watched Live at the Apollo and sort of all, saw all of my favourite comics doing Live at the Apollo and thought, wow, like, if you do Live at the Apollo, that's it, like, you're, you're made. And then uh, when I did Live at the Apollo, I sort of said to my agent, if... If I ever do this, I might quit afterwards because I can't see what there is to go beyond that. And she was like, you're definitely not quitting. And now I'm doing three <laughs> nights. Spoken like a true agent. Yeah. <laughs> Get out there, <laughs> yeah, Joe. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I'm doing three nights there and um, all around the country. I'm now, I've put one on at the Simply Hall in Birmingham, which I've never played before. It's my hometown, so I'm really excited about doing that. So, yeah, but it's a lot. 93 dates, because I like a leisurely life. OK. I like a bath. Yeah. Want, that's, all I, that's my happy place to be, so... It's keeping me out of the bath. What kind of um, what kind of place do you like to stay in when you're on the road? And, and what kind of animal are you when you're touring? Do you like Ooh. to finish the show and, and maybe meet some of the fans and then go and have a bath alone? Mm. Or do you like to stay in the hotel bar until kind of 4am because you haven't got to get up early the next day? Yeah, one of those. Yeah, I'll normally, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the bar afterwards. I, I don't like to move much. Like, I, 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 so if I have, you know, particularly if you had a drink, you don't want to go to a bar and then have to get back to a hotel or whatever. So I'm at the hotel bar bar and like a sloth, I think I am a sloth, um, climb my way slowly into bed, <laughs> covered in vomit. Um, yeah, that's that's very much my vibe. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's a dream, really, Beautiful. isn't it? This Beautiful. is lovely. Um, would you mind furnishing um, our dear listeners with some of the other names of your shows from over the years? Because oh, they're, God, they're yeah. fantastic and I won't do them justice, so no, please, um, Joe. Well, the first one was Tame, I think. Some Lice It Hot was my first show, <laughs> just to sort of ease people in yeah. for the madness that was about. <laughs> To uh, then it was if Joe likes it, then you should have put a ring on it, <laughs> which is my personal favourite. That's beautiful. But people, a lot of people didn't get it. But I suppose Beyonce isn't as well known as the other people that I've referenced. Um, uh, what was the last one? That's the way. Uh, 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 Joe likes it. <laughs> you must have been so proud when you came really up with that happy one. With That's that a cigar one. moment, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish I smoked cigars. That would be perfect yeah. time for it. Um, and then this one, I'm about to lose control. I think Joe likes it. Um, somebody suggested that when I get bored of doing them, I should just do one that's, um, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> <because> that... <laughs> uh, there is more from Joe Lysett right after this. The grandchild of Mary and Chuck. It's Dave Berry. Got on the tube today. Make a loo line. Yeah. Making my way into the show. Pick up a discarded Metro. Yeah. Leafing through it. Guess who's in there? <sighs> Mm. Own half page spread. I That's right, this. a half page spread. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a big spread, isn't it? You're taking over a half a page. Well, it's half a page. I mean, yeah. And I mean. it's it's my travels. And whenever I appear in anything, whether it be the prestigious Q magazine, whether it be the wonderful Heat magazine, Metro Evening Standard, Matt just loves to read aloud on the show from it. And in some, and I know it's coming. And mock me. You start by celebrating. Go it's quite the spread. Little content analysis. It's going to yeah, end in mockery. Fine from the uh, escape section of today's. Metro, travel.
travel culture adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the TV and radio presenter Dave Berry talks to Polly uh, Humphreys about drinking tequila shots with Kings of Leon and cheating death by stake in Monaco. So that's quite, <laughs> so that's interesting. Really. Quite the life. I mean, the, the death by stake thing is, it happened in the most glamorous location uh, on a yacht in Monaco <laughs> during the Grand Prix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what? You were watching the cars yeah, go past from a I yacht, was, yeah, and you choked on some steak. Yeah, and I quite, I quite liked about this would be when they did the obit, where you inevitably had to do the obit here on the show. It would have been like born in Lewisham, South London, yeah, died on a yacht in Monaco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's well, that's quite hey, the quite the story. The boy done good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but luckily there was a nurse on board and she saved me. And yeah. then I went and did a St John's ambulance award course. So if I ever have to, which I hope I don't, I might be able to help Very someone good. out in the future. Yeah, so so living the high life there. But then there's also a bit where you go back to the the dark, bleak days starting out when you were 18 and w- running in a, a stall at Glastonbury where you mm-hmm. would sleep under a, tor- a tarpaulin in the stall mm-hmm. uh, and uh, all night people would just wee up up against the stalls. It's true. It's true. I was, I was selling bongs to unsuspecting hippies, <laughs> but it was it was the year oh, wow. that Radiohead did the Pyramid stage and they oh. did all the stuff for the first time off OK Computer. So I was willing to literally sleep in the wee-wee Yeah. Uh, to see that. Just to see that. <laughs> so, wow. you know, whilst it wasn't pleasant, I'll take it. Amazing. And then uh, I was also interested to see, because I've never heard you talk about this uh, before, funnily enough, uh, you talk about your favourite city being Dallas. <laughs> oh, and no. uh, you're very keen on... <laughs> what, I'll quote the article. Um... <laughs> It has an interesting Native American <laughs> art scene, which is <laughs> forever banging on about his love of Native American <laughs> art and the different scenes in America. Or forever banging on about that. Wow. Uh, whilst, yes, I understand that may seem a little pretentious. And <laughs> 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 obviously, Polly is a wonderful journalist here, you know, talking yeah. to her when we did this. But the thing is, uh, there's been an edit in there somewhere. Right, it was just, a, okay. in, if you go to the, like, the museums in Dallas, they, yeah. they're, they're, their antiques are like things that like my nan's got in her house because oh, right. it's America. Yeah. It's like look at this, oh, this right. amazing antique chair from 1944. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's why I mentioned the right. Native American art scene. Okay, good, good. Well, we could go to a gallery together next week. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Dave Berry Show, Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. I am here with the frankly wonderful Joe Lysett. You've made your own halloumi. Oh, yeah, I've made my own halloumi. This it, this happened, OK. I've done it a couple of times. The first time was too salty and the second time was not salty enough. Okay. So I'm hoping third time's a charm. Um, I might do some over Christmas, actually. I've so Because I moved out of my parents this year. Oh, uh, congratulations. 29, thought I'd, uh, <laughs> it's time to move out. Like they were just literally pushing you out the door. <laughs> yeah, they were absolutely livid I was still there. Um, and uh, I've, uh, so I've got a house in Birmingham and I've turned into an Italian housewife. <laughs> I make focaccia bread. Uh, I have oh. people round, I mother people. Oh, that's nice. Nice. And um, homemade things in general is like, I'm really enjoying cooking. So uh, the halloumi, big time. I make nut milk. Oh, are you a are you a vegan? What are you? Not a vegan? Are you vegetarian? No, or? No, I no. was veggie for two years, okay. and then I very much fell off the wagon. Okay, because I, I remember I went I was at a into bu- like a pile of offal. You mean? <laughs> 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 Basically, I was at a wedding and there was a buffet. And uh, in my, you know, in your head when you go, you sort of work out what you want to say before you say it. And in my head, I was going, I'll have the vegetarian option, please. And then what came out of my mouth was, I'll have the lamb and chicken, please. <laughs> and I realised I'm not a vegetarian. 
Bowl anymore. No. Lamb and chicken. Oh, I love that. I love that. The classic combo. A classic combo indeed. Uh, stay where you are as Joe is going to be taking part in mail order bribe. That's coming up. Dave Berry, not making a big deal out of it on Absolute Radio. And now we're accepting your texts that you very kindly sent to us and they are brilliant. But the, the key here is they have to appear like they've come from the 90s. Wicked, wicked. Jungle is massive. Wicked, wicked. wicked. Dave and Matt, I am really confident that Newcastle will win the league after Kevin Keegan's passionate speech. I'd love it if we beat them too, says Frankie. Dave and Matt, I just paid 200 quid for a number plate ending KLF. It'll be worth ten times that when they're bigger than Take That from Tay in Ashford. Internet dating? Of course not. I'm not a weirdo. Um, I have lots of things I could put in this text, but I've run out of car. That's from Ian Hill. Uh, the tape deck in my XR3i has just eaten my C90. Ooh. HB pencil to the rescue. <laughs> Stu in the car in Lightwater. Thank nice. you, Stu. Uh, ben in Daventry is currently sat with a bottle of Mad Dog 2020. Oh. Red Dwarf Series 6 about to start. <laughs> I'm wondering uh, whether he should buy the Lemonheads album or the Blur album from Britannia Music. <laughs> he says, oh shoot, they've already sent me four albums in the post I didn't order. Excellent. Just <laughs> Remind that. everyone of what that, that is like an incredible a, so niche mail order albums. And I seem to remember you got us five free or something when you signed up. And it was, oh, just atrocious. Amanda in Teddington is very excited. She's got a date at the roller disco tonight. She's laced up her bowers with neon pink and blue fat laces and doused her fruit of the loom jumper in jubilee body spray. <laughs> She's ready to roll. Oh, yes. Stephen in Lisbon has bought a secret bar and a tin of tab clear. Ready. <laughs> Ready to watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Tab Excellent. clear! Tab clear, I can almost taste that oh, now. For 90s references, I think that last person there gets our little medal of the day. Excellent That's very, stuff. very inspired. There'll be more of those next Monday. Thank you very much indeed for sending them in. Dave Barry, right this instant. On Absolute Radio. Dave Berry show here on Absolute Radio and Joe Lysett is still with me. Let's talk uh, literature now, shall we? The paperback of Parsnips Butter is out mm. now, just in time for Christmas. A yes. fantastic book. Uh, so, you know, it's a, if you want to buy that for your loved ones, we suggest that you do. And it's effectively a collection of letters to various councils and figures of authority. <laughs> yeah. An email chain uh, where you try to get out of parking fines, so you yeah. contest so-called ripe avocados, uh, manipulate the tabloid press. Yes, I like to um, have a little play with well, the tabloid press. As I say, it's a, it's a great book and a really nice idea. I am currently oh, contesting yeah. a parking ticket. Are you? And how, much was, how much is the fine? Well, we've actually got two, so it's up to £130 now. What I would do is never back down. You can request any information that a council or a company or an institution has on you, and it's such a waste of their time to go through it all. They'll have loads of stuff on you, just like boring bits of paper, and for you to request it, it's just a pain for them. So often they will go away if you just say, OK, fine, I just want all of my information, please, and then I'll pay the fine, and they normally go away after that. I've had to find Leeds Council hate that. Um, this is great. Right My job. friend did it with Hackney Council. I re- really recommend it. I know that like the parking fines are in place, uh, for, you know, so that people don't park wildly and irresponsibly. But what you've done is 
Thank you, Joe. Thank you. And I'm going to play them this audio as well. Yeah, do it. Yes, I'm happy to. I'll stand up for you in court. I love this stuff. Thank I mean, you, Joe. I've written a book about it. As you're uh, such an expert at sticking it to the man, um, before you came in, we asked around the office, uh, we have a work-based problem that we'd like you to solve, if, Ooh, if you might. Okay. Yeah, no, this is from the lovely Nicole. Uh, she works in our marketing department. And she says, Dear Joe, someone keeps eating my laughing cow triangles. I've sent numerous emails around warning people off, but they are still disappearing. What course of action do you advise? Best, Nicole. Well, um, uh, one, I would um, get better taste in cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, what you could do yeah. is um, maybe put a put the laughing cows um, sort of in, sort of really obviously in the fridge. Uh, open them beforehand and just put a light lax tip in all of them. Oh. And so then when they go missing and someone is rushing to the toilet quite a lot, then you'll have a bit of evidence as to who's doing it. If you've poisoned your own laughing cow cheese... And someone else And chose... someone else takes it, then mm. that's their fault, isn't it? God, he's good. God, you're good, and Joe. I... <laughs> your honour? <laughs> I... There's no crime been committed here. <laughs> Me saying, God, you're good, Joe, is the last thing you heard as you were marched off <laughs> to Belmarsh. Uh, now, Joe, before you go, you mentioned that you have an Argos at the end of your street. Certainly do. Which is interesting because I have a feature called Mail Order Bribe, which involves this little bad boy. Oh, hello. Yeah. The Argos the old friend, I've got loads of those. I burn them for fuel in a minute. Like... <laughs> um, so what we're going to do with this is I'm going to hand it to you, Joe, mm-hmm. and you've got 24.99 or less to pick me a gift that you think I'm going to like enough to plug your tour. Uh, so here you go. I'm going to play a song. You've got the duration of that song to pick me something out, and we'll find out what Joe will pick next. He cuts quite a dash. It's Dave Berry. Absolute Radio. We're right now having embarrassed Andy Bush by getting him to list off his favourite football players of all time, all of them playing for Liverpool, of course. Um, it is now time to continue the football chat and move into the realms of fantasy football because it's all going on, of course. Well, Matt, you're an aficionado as the host of Game Week HQ, the unofficial Premier League fantasy football podcast. Yes. Um, Matt and Dan, who he does the podcast with, the lovely Dan, uh, you, you ventured into new territory last week by doing just three minutes of just lifestyle chat. Chat, uh, to which you were shut down by several yeah. listeners, just say, get to the podcast, get yeah, to the football. Stop talking about your <laughs> private life. No, no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> some, some people were very angry about it, yeah. Well, you, you showed me some of the responses. Yeah. So this is an opportunity to get those people just to calm down, take a deep breath. We're going to talk fantasy football with the host of Game Week HQ. A couple of weeks ago, uh, someone we are in a mini-league and someone we didn't know was top of that league. I'm delighted to say that uh, Sam Parker, whoever <laughs> Whoever he is, is. is. is now longer down in third, and you'll never guess who's top. Go on. Second place, your dad, Robert Berry. Yeah. TikTok Roland, a reference to Duchelet, yep. the Charlton owner, not Grange Hill. <laughs> As man thought. And public limited company, a little play on words there. Company uh, with a K. Company, yeah, right, yeah. nice. Uh, and it's only producer Dave, he's top of our league. Hello. Producer Dave, <laughs> bravo. So, TikTok Roland, my dad is on 672 points and you're on 686. Am I? So, well done. What what have you done? And Matt, let me bring you in here. What, what's the strategy? What do you think Dave is it's doing so well? He hasn't been tinkering. He hasn't been making signings every ah. week, which is what a lot of people do. You've just sort of left it to, to grow. Yeah, well, I, I was busy over the weekend. I forgot to change my team. So it is fortunate how well I've done. But yeah, just the lack of tinkering, everyone. 
Say no. But now you've gone top, are you planning on getting involved a little bit more? Are you planning on caring about this? No, I think the nonchalance is working. So oh, okay. I'm going to stick with it. Oh, very my dad's going to be livid hearing you yeah. say that. <laughs> the nonchalance is very annoying. And then, oh, look at this in mid-table, Dave. Yeah, this is the big story. This is amazing. because I'm on 601 points. You are on 600. I just leapfrogged you by a point. Dynamo Dyson is just one point ahead of Mustang Valley, another Charlton <laughs> Athletic reference there. Many of you probably wouldn't have got that. Um, so that's the wow. battle everyone's talking about, that lower mid-table battle. Mm, that's yes. right, Producer Dave. That's the stuff right. that people care about. It's like its own mini-league in itself, really. Yeah. Um, we hope that you out there taking part in fantasy football are doing okay for yourselves. That was a song, and this is another song, on the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Today, Barry Show on Absolute Radio. Joe Lice sits with me, uh, currently taking part in mail order bribe. Joe, how's it looking? I have found you. Oh, it's bang on budget. Yes. $24.99. Okay. Uh, it's on page 1338, if any, any listeners at home are <laughs> looking to pick up one of these. I do insist at the beginning of every show that people have the Argos catalogue with them for the duration of the broadcast. An art house fabric unicorn head with pink mane and metallic silver <laughs> horn. Oh! It's beyond perfect. Done. Sold. Mic drop. I'm about Look to lose that. control, and I think Joe likes it. That's a beautiful unicorn uh, head. It's I beautiful. Want one now I'm going to order it. Um, it's an hilarious tour. Twenty dates added, so that's 93 chances for you to see Joe throughout 2018. And the brilliant parsnips buttered, the paperback edition is out just in time for Christmas. Please give a round of applause to my guest, Joe Lysick. Oh, Thank you, Joe. Stop it. Thank you. This has been what, such a pleasure. What fun. He's the here and now. He's Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. And I am a fresh back from the spa. You have a, a glow about you. Thank yeah, you. Certainly. Thank you very much. I was at Champneys. I know you've been there as well, Matt. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you were basically, you spent all weekend in a robe. Well, not wearing nothing but a robe. Well, they encourage that. <laughs> I love that. But this is where, again, we're very different people, well, Matt. I know that you would, you, would, you would live in a robe if you could. I a would, white, yeah, fluffy, yeah, yeah. toweling robe. Totally, yeah. Whereas I, I stayed in some tracksuit bottoms and oh. a T-shirt. I didn't. I, you go down to because I love it there. But you go down to the buffet and everyone, like yourself, is in their white fluff Italian robe. And for me, just looking around, I had this kind of surreal flashback. It's like a hundred one night stands at once. <laughs> just all these people who I don't quite recognise them, but they're in my house <laughs> and they're the wearing robe. a robe. Oh, and it's just yeah. like a th- and then there's like like you all come around Ooh. the corner. I go, oh no, I didn't, did I? <laughs> and it, and it's just all. But this time it's like the last days of Caligula from the darkest part of my mind as they're all like fighting each other to get over the buffet wow. and they're all having. In a cranberry juice together, and I'm just thinking, oh no, what have I done? Oh, yeah, yeah. So stay anyway, relax him. <laughs> yeah, stay at Champions is a great place. <laughs> relax wow. him for me. It's my own neurosis. Neurosis. I can't put it on on, on the place because it's a wonderful place to be. Yeah. Um, so you would walk around in your robe oh, quite mate, comfortably. I, I love it. It's like being a student again. You know, spending all day just sitting on the sofa in your pajamas, <laughs> just uh, and then eating every every four hours, just eat something and then go back to it. Go back to relaxing. Can we tar every student with that brush? I love of rope, well, maybe not anymore. It's too, it's too expensive nowadays. But, uh, <laughs> it's too expensive to just lay around in a robe. But robe life is the life for me, I tell you that much. <laughs> Hashtag robe life. Let's get that trending on Twitter, shall we? Uh, 8, 12, 15, at Absolute Radio. Are you the kind of person who would happily just swan around in their pyjamas? My, my ex is from Liverpool. I spend a lot of time in Liverpool. And one of the things unique, I think, to that city, I, I might be wrong, is that you just see women just in their, in their pyjamas oh, with their hair in curlers. Yeah. 
just walking around the, the street shop. on a Friday. I thought you said you were going to say their robes are made of shell suit material. <laughs> Which, that's probably true as I, well. No, well, well, hang on. I've got a lot of friends up there and I'm, I'm planning on going back one day, Matt. So, again, and I've got to stop having to say this out loud. Please address all your hate mail <laughs> to Matt Dyson. He's nothing to do with me. Aside for sore eyes, Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. And it is time for tradespeople to the stars. Thank you so much for getting in touch with all your texts and tweets. If we don't speak to you or read you out this evening, fear not, we are keeping them all. We will get round to you because they're just too good for everyone else to miss out on. Uh, Let's start with, um, we fitted the kitchen of Roger Taylor from Duran Duran. That came in, uh, wow. and the thing about that, and while I was so desperate to read it out, even though it didn't have a name on it, is uh, it reminds me of a time when producer Dave and I, well, <laughs> we, went to, we went to a little showcase gig for this new band. I can't even remember oh, what yeah. they were called. It was, it was years ago. And Duran uh, Duran were there, and Roger Taylor came over, and he said, Hello, Dave. And I said, oh, hello, Roger. How are you? And we had a little conversation, and then uh, producer Dave here... Said like, oh hi Roger, good to meet you. How you doing? He said, oh well, you know, man, like we're touring at the moment, so I'm I'm really rather exhausted. At which point, <laughs> producer Dave said to Roger Taylor, the drummer of Duran Duran, this is an exact quote: "I know how you feel. I've been playing a lot of rock band recently." Wow. <laughs> 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 Roger Taylor was like, yeah, 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 cool man, yeah. yeah. And he just yeah. kind of slipped off for another flute of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The nerve what? of the man. What else we got, Matt? Uh, Matthew says, uh, and this is quite a tenuous one, uh, and he admits that, uh, but Matthew <laughs> says... Good start. Uh, I used to know Francis Rossi's window cleaner. <laughs> which, uh, we sort of need more than that. I mean, if you've got the window cleaner's contact number, maybe that would help. He could but... make an appearance next week, absolutely. Uh, but right now, well, we go to line one, and we speak to our tradesperson to the stars, who is Dave. Good evening to you, Dave. Good evening, Dave. How are oh, you? Two Daves talking to each other again. Have you, have, you, have you found you've met a lot of other Daves over the years? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, he loves Carl Dave. Yeah, well, it's, it's unbelievable. We're like rats. You're only ever five foot from We're a Dave. Um, yeah, a bit, yeah. Anyway, it's a pleasure having a fellow David on the show. So let Thank me start you. with this question. What's your trade? I'm a stonemason. Oh, nice. Stonemason. I, I specialise in kitchen work services now and, and bar areas, stuff like that. So. OK, OK, that's nice, Dave. And may we ask, the big question is, uh, which celebrity have you plied your trade for? Oh, Jonathan Ross. Oh. Denise Van Alton. Oh. Um, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, Mark Schwarzer. Oh. Wow. Um, yeah, quite a few, yeah. A lot of footballers. You, um, you've cornered the market in celebrity <laughs> kitchen worktops, Dave, and I couldn't yeah. be happier for you, to <laughs> be frank. Um, yeah, so let, let's let's focus. I believe this evening you want we want to focus on Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, a guy yeah. who played for well Chelsea in, in, in the main. Leeds, then yeah, I think Leeds, Middlesbrough, yeah. Charlton. Last week yeah. played for Charlton. Yeah. Very much towards the end of his playing <laughs> days, as <laughs> I seem yeah. to remember. Yeah, twilight years. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you were at Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank's house and you were yeah. putting his new um, kitchen work surface on, uh, was yeah. he there at the time? He was. Yes. Yeah. Real nice fellow. Very polite. He was. Uh, Wandering around his living room watching telly, watching football, actually. <laughs> but yeah, nice fella, real nice fella. Yeah. Um, so um, we, we believe that something quite strange happened whilst uh, Jimmy Floyd Hasbank was wandering around watching football on the TV. You became a member of the family, Dave. 
I did, yeah, playing football with his son. Um, well, the lad who worked for me, the, we were um, sort of outside waiting for the glue to go off, so it was like summertime, so it was nice and warm. Kids were playing football on the front. He little lad, he'd only been four or five at the time. Um, and actually, Mark Swartzer, who was goalkeeper for Middlesbrough at the time, this was in Harrogate. He was there um, as well? His, his, his daughter was there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, That's his daughter. And, yeah, the, the lad who used to work with me, a lad called Jan, Ian Holmes, an absolute... Real nice lad, but a bit thick. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. in the arm, thick in the head. And he kicked, he kicked, he kicked the other football pitch in, in, in a front lawn, as you do. And uh, little lad kicked the ball over to our mate, and he had size 15 feet, booted the ball, hit Jimmy Floyd off the bank, lad, straight in the face. That's an incredible story. So, Dave, the, the final question, the biggest one of all, is Go on. even after all of that, yeah. <laughs> unless face facts, you'd have to be a bit thick in Ted, as you said. Uh, <laughs> did Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank offer to make you and your team a cup of tea? He actually made me a cup of coffee, cappuccino. Oh, cappuccino! Cappuccino. A frothy, posh coffee for yeah. Dave the Stonemason, my friend. Thank That's you it. so much for being on the show. We're going to give you a Roberts Digital Radio. We'll send Good that way. out to you. It's great Thank having you everyone. tuning in as well. Give it up for no Dave, problem. everybody. What a star. Well done, Dave. Cheers, Dave. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Great work. Dave Barry, right here and now. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Please welcome the stars of Daddy's Home 2. It is Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hello. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Daddy's Home 2 is out today. It's a very funny film, just like the first one. And it is full of festive cheer. So much so that when I came out of the screening of your new movie last week... I went and did all of my Christmas shopping. You got it all done. I kid you not, thanks to your new film, I'm a month and a half ahead of the wow. Christmas curve. Wow. That's, that's impressive. Um, did well, you get us anything? Well, <laughs> Just by I, chance? I, you can keep the mic muff. I thought this would be a nice gift for you guys to take home. Mm. I'm, I mean, you, you look disappointed, Will. Mine kind of smells, so. Yeah. Um, what 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 do you like around the festive time, Will? What, what, you know, a lot of people will hope that you're like Elf, but I imagine yeah. that's not necessarily the case. Um, that would mean I was an insane person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, I mean, you know, we, we it's a big time, especially if you have young kids, mm-hmm. uh, which we still do. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, the usual we we get a tree. I don't chop it down or anything. No, okay. yeah. like in the film. Yeah, right. Uh, and uh, we we actually, my, my wife, who was born in Sweden, we kind of do a lot of the Swedish Christmas okay. traditions, drink a lot of glug. Okay. Have you ever had glug before? I've never had a glug. It's mulled spice wine with a oh, little nice. bit of a uh, little bit of vodka in it. And what about in the Mark Wahlberg household? You've got a big family, you've got a lot of children. Is, is it just carnage or have you got it under, under no, control it now? No, it's crazy. Thankfully, my wife, she handles everything. She does all the decorating. She buys all the gifts. I actually went shopping even before you. No. I went to buy myself something nice. I was like, well, I might as well get my wife something now. And I added, I got her a Christmas gift about a month ago. Wow. So I only have to get one gift for her and everybody else is taken care of by her. And then I take her on a nice holiday. 
Oh, that's a lovely thing to do. Wow, yeah. you're even ahead of me. That's amazing. Um, I, I want to know that, you know, you, you guys have worked on the film together. You've mentioned that I didn't actually get you a Christmas gift apart from a <laughs> mic muff, which I know every man wants. Um, are you guys going to be getting each other a gift? You know, you've been traveling the world. I bought Mark a racehorse. <laughs> yeah, which I was going to surprise him with. What am I going to do with the racehorse? You just have to... You know, and put it in my backyard. You put, yeah, put I mean, it in the car. Whatever you want. What's the horse called, Will? Old Cinnamon. <laughs> oh, it's quite Christmassy. I like yeah, that. he's he's seen better days. Yeah. Um, who gives the best Christmas presents in Hollywood? Are, are there showbiz pals that the, the listeners would like to know about who always pull it out of the bag each year? Mark has a production company. I have a production. You'll get these gifts from other production companies. They they vary from bottles of wine. Very a lot of bottles of liquor. Cheese plate. Cheese plate. Cheese plates, okay. Uh fruit basket. Yeah. And do you take Random all this car. stuff home or do you just distribute it amongst the staff? Just re gift it. Re gift it. Oh, right back, back to the same company that gave it to me <laughs> the next year. Yeah. So in Hollywood there's just one remember. plate of cheese yep. just <laughs> and sixty year old bottles of wine. They're being <laughs> just, just going round. Bad bottles of wine. They're okay. just being rotated. Yeah. Dave Barry in all shapes and forms on Absolute Radio. Where we will begin the show. <laughs> I can't believe we're going to do this. Okay, last. Let's get. Let's. Let me give you the backstory. <laughs> last week we were all talking about the order in which we wash ourselves when we shower. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's yeah. how it started. And uh, this is what happens when the music's playing. Yeah. Shut me out. You're enjoying Ash Burn Baby Burn. We're talking about washing ourselves. Um, so it turns out that most of us, well, everyone, and probably many of you out there as well, you start with your head and you work your work way down your way to down. your feet. Yeah. Except, of course, producer Dave, who doesn't wash his feet. Now, this was a shocking revelation. I then backed my good friend Dave here and said, well, I don't normally wash my feet. I mean, I do wash my feet, but not every time I have a shower. And, Matt, you were disgusted by this I revelation. I was amazed. I was amazed. Uh, producer Dave thinks that the, the water just running through your feet in the shower is enough. Yeah. But I think it's many people believe clean. that to be the case. Well, I, this is what we need to get to the bottom of, because, frankly, I, clean, I vigorously clean my feet every time I, I have a shower. Matt's been banging on is the only <laughs> word I can use about this for a week, which is why we're finally getting... Getting it out of the way on the show, but you—I think you overwash your feet. Possibly, yeah, possibly. But I, I think it may be because I'm a trainer wearer. If you're a trainer wearer, then you know you need to wash your feet because your feet will start to smell. Your trainers will start to stink. Dave's a bit more of a shoe wearer, well, maybe, so maybe he gets away with it because of that. I don't know. I don't know. But how are his feet not stinking because he's never washed them? Well, I don't understand. I, I, it. I, I've been told by several casual lovers that I've got quite nice feet for a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got quite nice, but. I I don't wash them. I don't. I don't wash them in the past. I mean, sorry, darling. Um, but I don't. I don't wash them vigorously. You wash. You take the time to wash them in the sink. I sometimes. That's bizarre. If, what, if you I mean like a, a petrol station? If you're say, driving up to Nottingham, you might pull over and just give them a good sloosh. Say if I haven't got time for a shower, I'll just go. I'll just quickly wash wash my feet in the sink. Yeah. What instead just, of your rest of your body? Yeah, just like quickly, so I'm going to just nip out or something. Just wash your feet in the sink with a bit of 
your soap and give you them a good clean. You've got to prioritise. You've got to wash other bits of you over your feet well, if you're yeah, going no, out. But, you know, sometimes they can wait and you can do that later on. But I'm sure when my dad taught me how to uh, to clean myself as a child, you know you go from that period where you go from being in the bath with your siblings to having your own shower. Right? I have never so, showered with my dad. <laughs> I, I, can, I can safely say, and we're a very close family, I have never taken a shower. Why are you showering don't, with your dad? Don't make this sound weird, right? So it you know you're, weird. In, you're in the swimming pool, right? Okay, you're in the swimming pool. You all have a shower yeah. together. He goes, right, yeah, what you do, you start, you wash your armpits and that, do your hair, and then you wash your feet with soap or shower gel or whatever you have. And I think my dad probably used a flannel at the time. It was, that was all the rage in the, in the 80s. But I don't use a flannel. I'm not saying I clean my feet okay. with a flannel. Are you, are but you I'm talking? Saying are you talking those sometimes, little Sometimes, yeah, you should do. You sometimes. don't use talcum powder, sometimes do you? Sometimes I do talcum. Who talc, uses yeah. talcum talc powder still? Great. It's underrated, mate. It's underrated. You give it a go. Oh, it's great for a baby's bottom, but not a grown man's feet <laughs> in a service station on, on the M1. A lot of people talc, but let's not get away from the main issue. The main okay. issue is, do you clean your feet? How Dave's dad did not teach him to clean his feet. It's beyond me. <laughs> I don't understand it. Don't drag Mr. Masterman Senior into this. <laughs> Andy, He's done nothing Andy, wrong. I want answers from Andy Masterman. <laughs> um, so you want to you want to ask our listenership. Well, I want to know if, if he's alone in this not washing your feet business. I don't think he will be. your whole life without washing your feet. There must be other people out there in a similar boat. Okay, so 81215 is how you text us. At Absolute Radio is how you tweet us. Do you want a hashtag for this? Hashtag foot chat. I mean, hashtag <laughs> showering with your dad. <laughs> no, not that. The grandchild of Mary and Chuck. It's Dave Berry. Now, gentlemen, you've made some movies together, of course. Uh, you're travelling the world promoting uh, Daddy's Home too. Uh, so I want to find out how well you actually know each other with a little test. Um, Mark, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to say this about Will. Uh, when Will was at high school, he took up ballroom dancing, and it's a passion he still has to this day. Is that true or false? False. That's absolutely false. You're right. Uh, Will, Mark is a distant relative in of my both mi- Madonna. In my mind, that's true. Okay. <laughs> but it is false. Cut, cut, yeah. good, cut yeah. the right, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's trying to avoid your question, by the way. Mark is a distant relative of Madonna and Celine Dion, true or false? It's so crazy that I'm going to say it's true. It is true. Did you know this? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, according to the internet, you are. Wow. Outside of your immediate bloodline. Well, huh. believe everything you read on the internet. No, well, that's, that's, a, good, that's a very good point. Uh, Mark, back to you. Uh, whilst at university in Southern California, Will would go into his friend's classes dressed as a janitor and also do a little bit of streaking around campus, true or false? Uh, well, he did go to University of Southern California, but I don't think he was streaking. Uh, I think he resorted to that later on in life <laughs> for cheap laughs. Uh, that's false. Well, apparently, again, according to the internet, it's true. Is that true? It's true. Yes. When did you start the streaking? Uh, when did I, you stop the streaking? I, I, <laughs> I just remember being uh, uh, challenged to that ah, feat and okay. thought, well, that's no big deal. Yeah. And the janitor stuff? Yeah, I would go and uh, there, there, a couple of buddies were in a, were in a class and I would, I would uh, uh, go and interrupt their class. Posing as a janitor. Okay. For no good reason. Okay, it's yeah. true. I'm pleased it's true. Turns out the professor loved it and asked me to keep doing it again. So right. So- <laughs> throughout the semester, I would interrupt his class. Yeah. Uh, sporadically, just yeah. pop in. And he, 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 would play, he would play right along. <laughs> Dave Berry, just being himself on Absolute Radio. Dun, dun, 
Matt has plot spoiled me within an inch of my life. I've never seen such plot spoiling in all my days. If you didn't watch The Apprentice last night, then, you know, there are some plot spoilers on the way. Um, Matt just turned to producer Amanda and went, oh, imagine firing three of them at once. And then told me two people that had really shone, so I can do that. You haven't got to be Sherlock. Well, why are you saying that that again? What's more for the people listening? the tall one with the glasses, she's normally the comedy one who's rubbish, isn't she? She's actually, she's all right. You'll see, as you'll see tonight. Um, well, I'm not going to watch it now. But will she be fired? Who knows? Well, clearly not. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I'm just going to have to go home now, and instead of watching The Apprentice on Catch Up, I'm just going to think about you washing your feet in the loo. <laughs> if you just tuned in, don't, don't ask. Uh, so, it is the time for The Apprentice Awards, put together by producer Amanda and Matt Dyson, and the first award goes to the Black Friday Haggle. It goes to Team Vitality for some top class negotiations. Listen to this. We could do a two-hour shoot for £475. I would never spend that much on a photo shoot. If we were to compromise and come into it about the 225 mark. So I'm thinking more of uh, £250 with at least... So that isn't that more than yeah, you've just yeah. paid? Yeah. So if we can come into £200 as a final price, does that sound like something we could do? I will think about your proposal and I thank you very much for coming today. I can see why there was a triple firing. It reflects yeah. so badly on Lord Sugar's reputation that they're getting worse. Yeah, I know, just round They're regressing as business people. Oh, the haggling was ridiculous. She went for a ridiculously high price. Okay, we'll half it, we'll half it. And then they went back up again. It, was it went from 475 to two... Oh, I feel like Karen Brady. <laughs> it went from 475 to 225 to 250 to 200. Yeah, very unprofessional. <laughs> they're, they're getting worse. Um, our next award goes to Bashra for best photographer who's never actually held a camera. What experience have you got with photography? I haven't done any photography myself, but I'm pretty good with the eye, so I can really see what I want. <laughs> Imagine if your surgeon said that to you. <laughs> I don't actually have any formal medical training, but I once looked at a human. Yeah, I've got a great eye for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, well... Our final award goes to Lord Sugar and Team Vitality for being able to name so many different kinds of animal poop. Um, Matt, can you guess how many poops were named? How many animal poops? Uh, there's quite a few. There was a dog, bird, a ge- goose maybe, possibly. Yeah, it's quite, there's always quite a lot of bull. Okay. <laughs> on that show. So maybe four, I think. Let's have a listen. Dog poo. Bear poo. Geese poo. Oh. There was so much. Geese poo. Poo. Three. Three three different types of animal. Uh, So there you go. That is your Apprentice Awards for your Thursday evening. The Dave Berry Show. Berry by name. Dave Berry also by name. Now, there's so many funny moments in the film. I love the nativity scene. Right. It was really good. I also love uh, the little moment where you're doing the kind of unblinking death stare (laughs) at at Will and you turn around and you ask your wife, is he doing the unblinking death stare moment? (laughs) I I was wondering, Mark, could I be so bold as to ask you to look down Wahlberg Cam 1 and give us the unblinking death stare? Oh, it's truly menacing, isn't it? Wow. He can hold it forever. He's like a shark. (laughs) Unblinking shark. Um, Will, would you like to, would you like to look down Will Cam one and give us your version of the unblinking death stare, please? Yeah, sure. (laughs) It's starting to well up a little bit there, Will. I'm blinking a lot too. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. Can't do I can't it. Do it. Um, gentlemen, it's a very funny film. It's full of festive cheer as well. And it's lovely having you on the show. Thank, Thank you, you so for coming much. by. Yeah. Thank you for playing my silly games. I really do appreciate <laughs> it. Give it up for Mark and Will, everybody. There they are. Thank you. Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. So, good afternoon, everybody. Guess how I started my day today? Do tell. Um, I did a presentation in front of some advertising executives at Google's headquarters with the boss. Ooh. Which I only found out about yesterday afternoon. Oh, last minute. Yeah, so uh, thanks to everyone who came out to play uh, today. Um, we sat there, me and the boss, and um, we talked about how great radio is. So how is it in the in the central headquarters of Google? There's all those breakout spaces with <laughs> cool games to play. I'm not kidding. As soon as I walked into reception, I went, <sighs> breakout space. I could smell them a mile <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah. There was, I saw a ping pong table straight away. Of course. Uh, there was like a, a fairground bumper car that they turned into a seat. There were oh, tea and coffee making facilities. Those crazy guys. Lots of people sat on bean bags with, like, yeah, you know, yeah. tablets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but it was, it was nice speaking with them all. Uh, so we finished the big chat. The boss was brilliant. He clearly done this before. And I, I kind of did a little Q&A uh, at the end with him. And then at the end, um, some bright spark said, why don't we take some questions from the floor? Uh, one point, uh, uh, one woman put her hand up and she said something along the lines of, um, she's looked straight at me in the eyes. I'm, I'm sat on a stall in front of like 100 people. <laughs> yeah. And she went, organically and commercially speaking, from a creative S&P perspective, how do you plan to straddle the ABC1 and C2D demographic markets? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, good question. Uh, I went, what's that? Who's the most famous person I've interviewed? Beyonce. <laughs> that's what. That's how I answered that wow. question. Like a fish out of water. Wow, it's a good question, though. Yeah. Uh, what, what can how I ask you? How do we t intend to do that? Let me ask you the, let me ask you the question, because you've been, you've been doing this longer than I have. Organically and commercially speaking, from a creative S&P perspective, how do you plan to straddle the ABC1 and C2D demographic markets, Matt Dyson? Just play some music in that. <laughs> Child. It's Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. Uh, now, this morning, when I stirred in my bed, I had a I had a feeling that I was going to own hashtag throwback Thursday. <laughs> Which is why I posted on my Instagram um, and Twitter, actually, and my Twitter, uh, a video that I recorded 16 years ago today. Ooh, was it 16 years? It was. Wow. It was uh, it was a pop video yeah. for a band called Dime Stars. Yeah. Very good band. And I was the star of the video. I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the song was called My Superstar. And basically, it starts with a little bit of acting. The, the, I, no one's really sure what's going on in this video. I mean, I'm in it, and I still don't really know what's you're going on. You're in it. You're, you've got some boot-cut jeans on, white trainers. <laughs> which is it was 2001, very, everybody. Very unlike you. Those real 90s sideboards. It's not, was, it was 2001. I know, <laughs> but it was still like a, a sort of hangover, wasn't it? Yeah. The early noughties were still like the 90s, really, weren't they? Yeah, okay. But those sideburns, they were all the rage for about a good 10 years. I had big sideburns. And then beards came in suddenly. Yeah. Oh, it was weird. But yeah, you look very 90s. You look like a sort of young Robbie Williams, <laughs> if you can. <laughs> Doesn't get any more 90s than that. And then there's this sort of film within a film within a music video thing. Well, this is all. it. So I'm I'm playing this kind of egotistical actor yeah. uh, who's hot property right now. Yeah. Uh, this is this is the beginning <laughs> of the music video. This is what happens. Okay, guys. Market. Action. Yes? No. Just sort it out, all right? <laughs> oh, geezer. Wow. 
They grew up in that, yeah. Oh, excellent. The way you slammed the phone down was marvellous, darling. <laughs> and to save everybody texting in, yes, my voice didn't break till I was 23. <laughs> Do you want to hear the song? Yeah. It was a good song. Oh, yeah. I, thought, well, I thought it was a good song. Here we go. So it just shows you walking around, doesn't it? Yeah, should we just dip it? Probably tone it down a little bit. Uh, yeah, you walking around the streets. At one point, you look into a mirrored building. I do. To check yourself out. So the band are, like, stalking me, really? Yes, that's it. Um, I have denied Absolute Radio permission to put this on their feed. Yeah, I know. Which I don't think... I think it should be on the main Absolute Radio social medias, surely. And I think if enough of you get in touch with Dave asking for it, he can't say no forever. It's worth watching just for the uh, the red turtleneck jumper that you're wearing <laughs> underneath your jacket. I swear, as the film goes on, it, it gets higher up your neck. <laughs> it seems to get bigger. It is, it is the polo neck swap. What Harry Hill's shirt collar was. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's like. Uh, let's have a little more of this guitar solo. That is Rox Wild, who is Kim Wilde's little sister. Wow, good pop fact. There's a little there. fact for you. Wow. And I remember the director was American. It's Thanksgiving today. That's why I thought, oh, I'd post it up as a bit of a throwback oh. thing. Oh, producer Dave's put a still from it up, even uh, though I haven't given permission yeah. for that. <laughs> Look at that red polo neck. It's, oh, it's ridiculous, huge. isn't it? It's I barely see over the top of it. <laughs> Your neck must have been aching after you wore that. <laughs> I also wore that uh, when I made an appearance on The Bill. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah, because this role led to quite a few others uh, in The Bill and EastEnders. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely yeah. right. Um, anyway, I don't know where the dime stars are now, but I hope you all sleep well tonight, my angels, and thank you very much for the opportunity. Oh, here we go. Yeah? No? Yes, yeah, so, well, very of the moment. Uh, okay, of the okay. Time, that's good, yeah. Say, yeah. Um, no one's texting, no one wants to see the video, so thanks for that anyway, Matt. Right, just move on now, shall we? The Dave Berry Show. Berry by name, Dave Berry also by name.